What's going on, everybody? It is October 6th and the year of our Lord, 2022. And you are tuned into the Give Me the Points podcast. I am your host, Soup, joined as always by my co-host, Tyler. Um, he's humbled, baby. Brought back down to earth. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, I mean, the Eagles are real. They're, oh, yeah. They're, they're for real, dude. I'm looking at their schedule and I'm like, mm-hmm. this, listen, they've got like a three-game stretch in the middle of the season with if the Colts can get it figured out and then the Packers – and then I forget who the third team is. It's kind of a tough stretch. And then it's like, dude, it's cake from there on out. Um, so nothing to hang your head about as far as the Jags going down. Oh, I'm not. I don't feel humbled. If, if two and t- if you would have told me after. No, 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 no. We're week, not talking yeah. as a total. We're talking your confidence going into last week's. Game. No, no. Nothing I saw made me less confident. It was about okay. the most wonky, fluky game, and the Eagles are also the best team in the league. And then you add in all the – I mean, it was just weird. It was a weird game. I hear a bunch of excuses. No, um, it was uh, – that rain was, I mean, just but, – But both teams had to play in the rain. Oh, I'm aware. I just hate watching it. I And oh, I for know. the record, I made it clear before the game started, before I even knew it would happen, that I fucking hate watching football in a downpour like that, yeah. especially if it's a team you're a fan of. Yeah, it's it's not the easiest thing in the world. Um, but, uh, so we're going to recap week four, um, rather than just going through the bets that we placed and rifling through them real quick, we'll just talk about the games, um, talk about our takeaways from each game, and then we'll jump into week five. Um, so the most, I mean, it's the biggest and most relevant NFL news that broke this week is going to be the, um, the precursor for our song here. So this will be our intro song. That's Giselle singing to Tom Brady. Yeah, because I was going to say, Tom has the look of a man that does want her back. He's oh. defeated, man. Um, oh, yeah. He looked bad in the preseason. The, all the speculation about why he took off from training camp. Um, obviously, it's all still speculation. We don't know the real reason. He said he was on vacation with his family. I think it was my opinion. My opinion only. No factual evidence to back this up. But if I'm looking at this from an outsider's standpoint, I look at it as Tom Brady retired to try and save his marriage. Um, it didn't – I don't know, like maybe his competitive nature got the best of him or he looked at it as we can't salvage this. So if I can't – you know, rather than have neither, I might as well have one. So he came back 
unretired came and then the the break from um preseason and training camp could have been him moving out of the house it also could have been an actual family vacation with a really last ditch effort to try and save things and uh He's not living at home. I didn't look too much into that when they broke the report a couple uh, well, last month. But, uh, yeah, the divorce is real. They, they've hired lawyers. It's happening. And he – you can tell, man, just his overall attitude and stuff on the sideline. It's it, His demeanor is completely different. Yeah, it's either that or I also had the thought of, like, what if the past few off seasons they've had some arguments about, like, dude, are you done yet? Like, yeah. you know, you're ready for full-on family time yet. And she gave in and gave in. And then this offseason was finally the time of, like, you're retiring. And he's like, all right, I'm retiring. Oh, wait. I don't know. I'm still competitive. And Schefter broke the news before I did. Fuck him. I'm not retiring. Yeah. yeah. And then she was like, okay, well, bet. I'm gone. Yeah. I wish nothing but the best of both of them. But uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see my background New England's got a new QB1, baby. Bailey Zappi. Western Kentucky. I mean, I remember watching Bailey Zappi in college just because they always put Western Kentucky on TV because he was chasing so many records because they threw the ball 70 times a game and ran a hurry-up offense just to get him yards and touchdowns and stuff. But um, so the, the New England-Green Bay game, I mean, we had New England plus 10. The thought process was, Bill's way of keeping this game close is to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and keep Aaron Rodgers off the field, and they did exactly that. I mean, just hammered Ramondre and Damian Harris, and uh, it really showed that New England can run the ball at any time because Green Bay knew they weren't passing the ball, and they still couldn't stop them. It was a consistent four or five yards every single carry. Um, If Bailey Zappi goes this weekend against the Lions, I think we can agree on a play coming up in week five. Uh, but all in all, he got a touchdown on a play that should not have been a touchdown. It should have been a delay game. That was about three seconds past the zero. Yeah, that was – I know they have to be able to, like, look up. No, that was bad. Was, yeah, that was – That, that was, was super late. bad. That was late. <laughs> and then Romeo Dubes dropped a touchdown. Um, so it shouldn't have gone to overtime. But it did. Uh, and that's how the game played out. New England covered the 10. Um, really never was in doubt of them covering the 10. They kept the game close, took the lead before half, and it was just back and forth, three-point leads. Um, But so our plays on the week, um, Thursday night game, Cincinnati. I mean, this is our first time to talk about this. This This is a problem in the NFL. Cincinnati at Miami. We took Cincinnati to cover the three points. Uh, to attack of Iloa. The dolphin, the something has to be done. They're like, they already found their scapegoat, the independent, unaffiliated neurologist. No, that's not good enough for me. The, the organization has to be held accountable here. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they let him. It's the biggest issue. The Sunday, yeah, the Sunday. I mean, the dude had a concussion. Four day, like he did. I don't care what they say. He was concussed. Yes, and he goes out there, and now he has a severe concussion. Uh, It was it was terrifying, man. It was really scary. Um, I felt super bad for the guy. 
you know, we talk, we talk a lot of shit on Tua and say how bad he sucks, but I would never wish that upon anybody. Um, so hopes to a full recovery for Tua, but the Bengals did up covering the spread. T Higgins is the truth, man. Is that yeah. kid good? And that that's not taking anything away from Jamar chase. I do think Jamar chase is still super talented. Um, I think it's a one, a one B situation there, but, their offensive line, if they don't figure out that offensive line, man, they're going to have issues this year. Oh, yeah. Because Joe they Burrow are. was under pressure the entire game, and Joe Mixon cannot get a run. They can't. Not only can they not pass block, they cannot run block at all. No, they can't. They can't just block, period. Listen, so Chase and Higgins, 754 routes on the field together in last year and this year. T. Higgins, 160 targets, 109 receptions. 1,675 yards, 10 TDs. Chase, mm-hmm. 144 targets, 95 receptions, 1,574 yards, 10 TDs. There's, yeah, that's 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 one A and one A is what that is. I so my only my only argue like listen, I like I said, I love I think T Higgins is fantastic. I do think Jamar Chase is better watching them play. I think Jamar Chase is better. Um, Jam, or Jamar Chase goes up against number one corners, and that number two corners in the NFL are no joke. So take I'm not taking away anything that T Higgins has done, um, but I do think it's just it's it's an amazing situation if you're a Bengals fan. Yeah, if you're looking at Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, T Higgins, Jamar Chase, you have four elite players at their position, all 25 or younger. As long as they can as long as they can keep themselves humble and not demand stupid paydays and keep those four together as a Bengals fan, man, you've got to be looking at the next 10 years and being like, okay, we're, we're, yeah. we're, we're going to be just fine. Forget Mixon. He is really good. He is elite at his position, but he'll give it two years and then he's got too much wear and tear on his body. Then you find another second, third round running back and you plug him in. That's yeah. what you do nowadays with running back. I know. I know. It's crazy. Um, so then we hit on some college plays. We're, we, we're not going to cover those right now, but UCLA money line, late night, Friday night play. Um, the under 44 and a half in the LSU Auburn game. Duke money line, they beat Virginia by 21. The over in the Clemson NC State game. And then uh, the only college play we missed on was the over in the WVU Texas game, which missed by four points. The London game, clean sweep, 4 and 0 on the London kerfuffle. Uh, we had we, we just went in on two players. We went on Olave and Jay Jettas. Uh, we took both of their overs and yards and both of them for an anytime touchdown. All four cashed. Um, Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison. Did they just – Dalvin Cook just change jerseys? Because it's like the same player on the field, dude. Yeah. I, I mean, they are – All the difference. Like there's – legit times like because when Dalvin Cook wore 33 it was like real noticeable like blew yeah. up to the edge of the, but like now no I swear I don't know who gets the ball sometimes really? like if I'm like especially if that's not like the primary game on TV and it's like one you kind of have on on a different screen it just looks like a Vikings running back running with the ball <laughs> I don't know the difference and they're very similar play styles I mean yeah. very similar players and they're both super good uh they're both very the Vikings have a good problem there um, and then the double doink, man. 
I mean, he buries one sixty yarder and then he double doinks a sixty one yarder. That was crazy. I mean, I had uh-huh. the, the Vikings in my survivor pole, and like, I was sweating. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to take a risk here. I'm going to take the Vikings in the London game because I know a lot of people are going to be on Green Bay and stuff like that, and I don't want to be involved in that. So, yeah, the double doink was crazy. Absolutely. Yeah, normally, good for, the, good for the fans in London. Yeah, normally a like upright hit situation is like, oh, 45 yarder, and you can be mad. Oh, kickers, they should have mm-hmm. made. You can't be mad at him for that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I mean, t- it shouldn't even have came down to that if he didn't bury a 60 yarder three minutes prior. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. It's a great game. It was fun to watch. Love getting up early on Sunday and watching football at 9 30 in the morning. Yeah, it was um, nice to have on. When I was younger, like when we were younger, it's like, oh, man, I'm so glad the NFL doesn't start until 1 o'clock. You can sleep in. You can do whatever no, you want. not now. Dude, now takes, we're up early, and it's like, God, like just freaking, It feels like it takes 12 hours till 1 o'clock. I know. Yeah. Um, and then the 1 o'clock games did not do us any favors. We went 0-4 in the 1 o'clock games. Um, obviously, the Lions – losing in an absolute shootout to the Seahawks that killed our money line parlay with the chargers, the over 50 in the Buffalo Baltimore game. That's the one I'm most salty about because we went into the half with 30 points with these two teams. And I'm thinking three touchdowns is a cakewalk. Uh, And then Buffalo's defense showed up and Harbaugh trying to outdo Harbaugh pulling his best Belichick. Uh, just being ridiculous with play calls and and just there's a certain point. Like I, I get you trust your quarterback, I understand that, but there's just a certain point where it's like you have a free three. Po- I know you don't want to give Josh Allen the ball back with a ton of time, and a touchdown wins the game for him. But you know it's even worse when you give Josh Allen the ball back with the same amount of time and a field goal wins the game for yeah, him. Yeah, no, I know I didn't understand that at all. Ugh. And I'm normally like a go for it guy, Not but I don't like that's <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't get it. Like Doug Peterson's the most aggressive coach I've ever seen as like a coach of one of my teams I'm a fan of. And I'm pretty yeah. sure he kicks the, and he's like notoriously aggressive, but I'm pretty sure he kicks the field goal there. Right. Like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, And then we missed on the Colts minus three. It wasn't the Titans. It was just the Colts, man. They can't get anything yeah. going. They can't. The, the offensive line looks terrible. They can't run the ball. Well, and, and Matt Ryan, Taylor's hurt. Like a, he looks like a literal statue back there. Yeah. Whatever mobility he had, which was never a strength of his, it's gone. Like Tom Brady is currently more mobile in the pocket than Matt Ryan, and Tom Brady's forty-five years old. And TB, dude, TB twelve looked mobile on what uh, was it sun, Sunday night? A couple times breaking tackles, moving around in the pocket. Although I'd say he's 45, like Matt Ryan's not that far behind. No, he's really, no, he's 39. Yeah, 37, 8, 9, yeah. so upper 30s. Yeah. Uh, and then the big play we had, Cleveland money line. Oh, I, I, we messed up, man. Took a five-unit play and took in it and took the L on it. Um, I, I, there's nothing more to say. The Browns are going to do Brown shit. And yeah. It, and it's just so fitting that it's against Atlanta. The team that we bet on, they lose. The team we bet against, they win. It's That's just been Atlanta for me for the past 10 years. Yeah, we should probably just stay away from them. 
Yeah, they've got to be. I'm like, we shouldn't stay away from them because the Browns should have just ran Nick Chubb the yes. whole game and won by 10 points. Yeah, Josh Cribbs came on. Um, so Josh Cribbs was on Cleveland Sports Talk Radio, their version of the fan. Um, and he said it's time for Cleveland to give up the thought that Chubb and Hunt need to be splitting carries. Yes. Chubb needs to be number one, and Kareem yeah. Hunt needs to come in to give him a rest. This it does not need to be alternating series. No, Nick, I'm fine with third down Kareem Hunt, by the way. Right. That's Nick Chubb needs to be needs to be the feature back and he needs 20 carries. He needs to be a bell cow of old. Like yeah, old school he's what so we grew good. up watching football. He's so good. I know. Uh four o'clock games. We went two and one. Cardinals money line against the Panthers. Baker Mayfield still sucks. Um yeah, but I don't know what else to say about Carolina. They're just bad. Yeah. Just not a good football team. Uh, New England, we obviously covered that already. We took them plus 10. Um, and then we had the Rams on the Sunday night game. Monday night. Monday night, we had yeah, Rams money line. That was a loser. But we hit on the two-player props we threw out there. We took Daryl Henderson over 19 and a half rushing yards. I will take that every single week if they keep giving him at 20 yards. Yeah, he'll probably hit that more often than not. Absolutely. I mean, he only had 26, but that's because they were behind. But he looked better than Cam Akers. Um, and then Jeff Wilson, over six, over 54 and a half. He finished with 75. Very rarely do you see a 30-yard 30, 30 rushing touchdown where he doesn't somebody doesn't get touched. I mean, he yeah. – dude, he looked like Raheem Mostert fast. He looked super quick. Uh, and then we lost a unit, just threw a bunch of like long shots out on the Monday night game uh, and lost the unit on those. But collectively on the week, another very good profitable week, plus 7.1 units. We went 14 and 11 and oh, six of those 11 losses were like 0.1 and 0.2 unit long shots. So on the, the one unit or higher plays, we went 14 and five. Uh, it was a good week. It's not about winning and losing the big ones. It's about winning and lose or winning over the long haul. Break it down by the week. We won seven units. We're up 18 units through four weeks of the NFL season. That's fantastic. Uh, we get to that 33 unit mark, then we've doubled our bankroll. So two more weeks of this, man, and we've got our bankroll doubled six weeks into the season. Super happy with how we're um how we're doing right now. Even though we're losing some plays that I don't, you know, I don't know. Oh, fuck's sake. So we're doing like a spread challenge um, between a group of us. You pick every single spread, and it's honestly embarrassing for me to say this, but Dale is in first place. And he's calling himself the greatest capper of all time. I just took a picture of it, so when he has a negative week this week, I can send that yeah. in the chat that he might be the greatest football capper on earth right now. Yeah, it's disgusting. He is doing – listen, he's had like three really good weeks. Um, I, 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 It's beyond me how it's happening. You know why? Because the NFL is so fucking wonky right now mm -hmm. that I, I think my daughter could pick the spreads. Now, what he probably has right now, if we go look at his picks, he probably has a method. He's probably always taking road dogs or oh. always taking hunt something. Now don't, you think he looks and picks? Don't do not do not put that much thought into this. 
<laughs> that is not a real thing. There's no, there's no formulated algorithm that, he, that he's yeah, that's using true. right now. The dude doesn't jump the right way on big fans, so he's not. <laughs> Yeah, dude. There's no, there's no algorithm. He's, he's, he doesn't. He didn't make some some spreadsheet where he punches in numbers and it gives him a calculated percentage. He said, "I listen to your show. It's my secret weapon." Well, listening to our show, yeah, yeah. You would have went fourteen and five. That's good. Maybe we should just pick our spreads based off our show and not. I don't know. Fuck. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to do with this. I'm just chugging along with slightly positive weeks every week. Listen. That's all you got to do because you I'll know be there, I'll be there in the end if I if, if the next however many weeks go the way the first four have went for me I'll be up there at the end yeah we'll be there those bad weeks you got to avoid that zero point week we'll be there all right so week five um, interesting games here starting off with the Thursday night game the Jonathan Taylorless Colts. At the Broncos, Broncos minus three and a half, over under 42 and a half. Let me ask you a question. How do I make a play on a game where both teams suck? So much promise, they look like shit. Both offenses had so much promise and they look like shit. And the over under is just right smack dab where it makes sense. (laughs) You know what this means? It means player props. Yeah, 100%. I couldn't agree more. There's. I have no interest in taking the Broncos to cover three and a half here. Um, and I have no interest in the over under. What? <laughs> Dale said that. he's here but can't chat. He's going to take a shower and soap his nuts and watch us. <laughs> For, yeah. All right. Um, oh, God. Can't get that out of my mind. No, no. Fire. Uh, yeah. Player props on Thursday night. Um, we'll look at Naeem Hines, probably receiving. Uh, probably look at his receiving total as well as, like, Jerry Judy seems to be the touchdown guy for, for Russ right now. Cortland Sutton, Sutton seems to be the – Cortland Sutton does the Lord's work and gets him down there, and then Jerry Judy seems to be the only receiver that can get into the end zone for him. Is Cortland Sutton Keenan Allen right now? Yeah. Based Pretty much, yeah. That's, what the, that's the role. Right yeah, seven catches, eighty-five yards, and can't get pay dirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Next game, another London baby. Giants at Packers. Packers minus seven and a half. Over under forty point five. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna overthink this. We're gonna. I want to buy the hook. I want to buy the hook and just take the Packers minus seven here. Okay. I I like the over too, but I also very much like the Packers. Yeah, I, I can't get – so Danny Dimes, does he play? Maybe. Um, Tyrod Taylor's out, and they brought in Drake Jake Fromm and was trying Jake Fromm out again. And uh, we know how that went last year when Jake Fromm played. Real bad. Real, 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 real bad. Uh, so give me the Packers just hammering the run in London and – Stop. I mean, all they got to do is contain Saquon, and they win this game with ease. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I like minus seven for them. All right. So, I'd say a unit and a half on yes. the Packers minus seven points in London here. Yep. Write that down. Pack minus seven, 1.5 units. All right. Next game here, Seahawks at the Saints. The Saints are giving five and a half points. 
over under 45 and a half. Any thoughts here? No, because so what makes this game tricky for me is the fact that the Seahawks, they're obviously not a good team, but they're clearly plucky and spunky and Geno's playing all right. And they're playing a punching above what feels like their weight. And the Saints have also been confusing. So, I mean, the Seahawks could come out in this game based on how their season's gone, and they could score 10 points, or they could come out and score 28. And, like, honest to God, neither outcome would shock me here for the Seahawks. So, I mean, I think I think I like the Saints to cover this. You know, long road trip, Saints are at home. But do we know if Jameis is playing yet? Do we know if it's Andy Dalton? Like, do we know any of this? So, so like, here's my – yeah, I, dude, here's my thing with the Saints. It's like, so they squeaked out a win with a game-winning field goal against Atlanta week one. Um, They did nothing against Tampa, could not move the ball for shit with Jameis Winston in the game. Uh, Took an L to the Panthers. And then – lose to Minnesota when Minnesota didn't really play the best game in London. Like they have not had an impressive game yet No, for them to be giving five and a half points against a Seattle team that has proved they can score. Seattle has performed the best out of anybody this year against Denver's defense. Yeah. Yeah. Gino like Gino looks good. Not, not like he's not elite, you know, but Gino Smith right now, Looks he looks like, like it shouldn't have taken this long for him to start again in the league when there's definitely worse starters. Geno Smith right now reminds me of what everybody thought Teddy Bridge Teddy Bridgewater could be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah no, Geno, he really does look good. Yeah. He's athletic. He's got an arm on him. I mean, he's always had an arm on him. He's never lacked the arm he's, talent. He's playing wildly smart. He's yes, not, he is. He's not forcing any bad passes. Mm-mm. Um, I kind of like Seattle plus the five and a half here. I kind of, I mean, I, I'm cool with passing on it. Um, if there's something else we like may, later, maybe a five point teaser and getting Seattle plus 10 and a half. I would love that. Okay. Honestly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we didn't rehearse any, we didn't work any of these games out. Um, so we'll just have Seattle plus 10 and a half on a uh on the back burner here if there's something else we like but we're not sold on we'll take the five point teaser with that okay bills minus a million bills oh, fuck i was bills by a fucking million dude all right hear me out here on this as well kenny pin shit 14 is a disgusting number where you can be up 20 the entire game which in the NFL up 20 is an ass whooping for another professional team to another and get back to recovered. Dude, I like the over here because I think the bills are going to score in the mid thirties. And Minka, Minka's out. Minka's out with a, well, he's not out, but he did not practice today due to his knee. Like I truly think the bills score somewhere between 33 and 40 points. Okay. But do you, okay. So if the Bills have 33, do you trust Pittsburgh to score 14 points in this game? Yes, in garbage time. I do in garbage time because the whole point of playing Kenny Pickett right now is to get him experience, right? 
if it's garbage time, I really think they'll let him throw the fucking ball. Yeah, but and I don't them, think that's good for them scoring points. Well, I, I mean, that's, none of his passes hit the ground last week. Right? I know. What an incredible stat. No, I, what an inc- just hold on. Let's talk. 10 of 13, three interceptions. Not a single pass hit the ground. No. <laughs> he's a, he's a, he, dude, he's, he's amazing. So yeah. when he threw his first interception, you know, as soon as he came in the game, throws that first yeah. interception on that drive. I literally, the first thing that popped into my head was, oh, fuck. It's going to be Nate Peterman 2.0. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, my God. Pit, pit product 2.0, Nate Peterman, here we come. He better uh, be better than Nathan Peterman. Hey, have a problem. John Gruden had a love for Nate Peterman. He loved him some Nate Peterman. Uh, but, yeah, I, so he, and here's the thing, like, this – this could be the one where we're like, okay, let's throw this in the five point teaser. But I don't want to do that because I just don't. I, I'm. I think the Bills cover this easy. So, if you think the Bills get into the mid thirties, we'll say thirty five. Yeah, the Steelers would have to score more than twenty one to cover that. No. Oh, yeah. to cover the spread? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. So, so yeah, why don't we just go Bills if we're – or look at what's – so Bills team total is going to be – We want to buy it to minus 13 and a half. That way if they win by two touchdowns, we're good. The Bills team total is going to be at 30.5. Over. Do you just want to take the Bills team total over? No, I don't. I like our initial – they're going to beat the shit out of them. But okay. can we do 13 and a half if that doesn't ruin the odds? Just no, that's to, fine. That's absolutely fine. Yeah, two touchdown win. That's Yes. Yes. Or that makes me want to buy it just a whole point, buy it to 13. What does that do to the odds? It'll take it to like a minus one. Hang on. <sighs> You're making me think too much. You're making me think too much here. Well, I mean, we're working it out as we go, right? I you mean, have to. And here are the numbers, guys. So you better be doing the numbering. <laughs> All right. Um, Bills minus 40.5 is <laughs> all right. Bills minus. Yeah. So them minus 12 and a half is only a minus 130. So we can get a point and a half and get them at minus 130. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Four, four units. I'm sorry, like, dude, I'm dead. Yeah, no, four units. I don't care that it's a huge spread. I don't care if it's the biggest spread of the week. So Dale thinks they are going, they could have a dominating and subdued ass whooping. I disagree because the Bills need, after the past couple weeks, the Bills are due for a fucking ass whooping at home in front of their fans statement game. Yes. That team as well NFL. as, so you put out 28 to 14. I won't be shocked if the Bills have 28 points in the first half. In the first quarter. All right. First quarter's a little stretch. In the first quarter of the first quarter. Mm. No, it is going to be an ass whooping, honestly. Yeah, I agree. Is my audio breaking up on your end? It is not. Okay. I know my video is real clunky right now. Yeah, video is clunky. Audio is coming through smooth. That's fine. It'll it, there we go. Figured there itself out. Bailey's all happy right. with stealing your thunder. That's all. So Bills minus yeah, Bailey's happy. QB one. 
minus 12 and a half and a minus 130. That's a four unit play on that. That is a four unit play. Love it. Fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Kenny Pig shit going into Buffalo. Oh, buddy. Good luck. Bears at the Vikings. Vikings minus seven over under at 44. I think the overs, or I'm sorry, the unders to play here. Yeah. Bears suck, dude. Their offense Bears sucks. Suck. The defense is okay. Vikings haven't really shown anything outside of week one for me to trust their offense tremendously. Um, I think they're a good team, like overall, but like there's nothing about the Vikings right now that's like, oh, yeah, they're really, really good at this. Yeah. So. 27 10 Vikings here. So, yep. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So I like the under 44. Um, yeah. Oh, do you want to throw this into the five point teaser and take under 49? Yes. Okay. I like that. All right. So Seattle at plus 10 and a half in the under 49 in the Vikings game. And we'll do yep. two units on that. Yes. I like that. All right. Good, 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 good. Um. All right. We got a guy who loves beer in the chat here. Cheers, boys. Cheers to you as well, sir. Um, one of the most active people when it comes to uh, the DMs on Instagram, and we appreciate all the love. Um, there's a few of you guys that consistently are sending us pictures of your plays, and uh, we appreciate all of it, man. I just – even if it's not plays that we suggest, I love seeing the stuff that you guys are betting. So I have something else to cheer for. I might not have any, you know, any stock in it, um, but I then do because I'm cheering for you guys to win. A um, couple of you guys have taken some pretty sick beats over the last couple of weeks on big parlays, and it's it's brutal. Uh, it's brutal. So <laughs> I wish nothing but the best to you. Uh, all right, next we got your game here. So I like the Jags team total. What's it at? 26 and a half. Fuck. I like the under. I, I mean, not I like think... the team total under, but the, like the game under. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I mean, the, I don't see the, any way the Texans move the ball easily. And. But if I mean if you're confident in the Jaguars scoring at least 27, oh I am. Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to take the, the 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 game under. No, yes, I'm extremely confident in them scoring at least 27 points. All right, so here's yeah, okay. We'll we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll take 26 and a half. Yeah. Jags over 26 and a half at home. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. At home. All right. All right, Jags over 26.5 you just want to put a unit on that yeah okay all right i trust you whatever uh i like the dog here man dolphins at the jets jets plus three at home over under 45 and a half i like the jets money line i like the jets to get the job done at home against teddy two gloves yes i like the jets also this is a two gloves fade kind of kind of podcast here any quarterback that runs out there with two gloves gets shit on. We're not betting on you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Take you in your small hands and go home. Um, yeah, dude, I like Jets money line here. Uh, I Zach Wilson another week uh, started last week rough against Pittsburgh. 
But uh, the final drive was really impressive. What they showed me was really impressive. And every single week, Brees Hall, just a little bit more involved. Just a little bit more involved. He's good. Yeah. And and Corey Davis Davis got his guy back and Zach Wilson. So Zach Wilson can spread the ball between Corey Davis, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, Ty Conklin, like we mentioned last week, still a very productive tight end. Uh, I like what they have going on in that Jets offense right now. And I will take that over Teddy Bridgewater, Raheem Mostert. You know, obviously they've got some weapons at wide receiver. But, uh, yeah, Teddy Two Gloves did not look so hot when he came in on Thursday. So, give me Zach Wilson in the Jets. Oh, you know what? I've always said if you if you like the money line, just take the three points. Don't be greedy. Yes, that would be the smart thing to do. All right, we'll just take the, take the Jets plus three. Okay, we'll take the Jets plus three. You're going against my, I was going against my own um, my own rules there. All right, we'll do a unit and a half on the Jets. There's a lot of plays I like this week. I think it's going to be a big week. There's going to be plays on a lot of games. Yeah. Uh, Falcons at Bucks. Bucks minus nine over under forty eight and a half. Thoughts? This is one I don't have thoughts on. I mean, I have thoughts on it, but I mean. So the play on this game last year was the over. Uh, both times, the over completely smashed by uh, by two-plus touchdowns. Like, wasn't even close. Um, but this year, I don't know, man. Tampa just can't I just, I can't trust their offense. No, and, and so nine points is a lot for a team whose offense looks untrustworthy. Yeah, and like, I get their defense is good. Like, the defense is good, which Atlanta's – Atlanta's ability to score points right now is pretty good. Like they're they're scoring yeah. they're scoring pretty well. Um, so I just I don't I don't like anything about this game. We'll probably look at player props. Probably just going to bet Mike Evans because Tom Brady's just forcing that forcing him. To yeah, win. yeah, yeah. I don't I don't love a play in this game, but props, yes. I know. I mean, we, if we don't like a play, we have to find a prop, right? That's yeah. I feel like it's just an obligation at this point. Yeah. Um, I know on the side we talked about this, and I th- think we agree on this. Mike Evans of, of of our life, our generation, not our lifetime, because obviously our lifetime reaches back to like the early '90s, and we don't really know underappreciated receivers there. But of our generation of watching football, is there a more underrated, underappreciated wide receiver than Mike Evans? No, there's not. I mean, it's not even close. He's so consistent. A thousand yards every year of his career. I know. It's just he's unbelievable. Even when he's hurt, he still hits at that. I just he's so good. Um, and it was just, yeah, he's freaking amazing. Um Brady's 14 and 0 after losing two in a row and 12 and 2 against the spread with that 14 and 0. So I I I do like that, but that dates back the whole way for the past 20 something years. So that's not, you know what I mean? That's not like a stat line that we can apply to right now. Because if you give me Tom Brady against the spread after losing two in a row since he's been with Tampa, then I could back that. But the the stats from when he was with New England are, in my mind, irrelevant. Yeah. And well, 
I see the train of thought because I've had that of like, holy shit, he's going to take all his frustration out on the football field. And, you know, he is the greatest to do it, but he's never been in this like home life. I don't, I mean, I like to think he'll take it out in a good way, but like, what if he's the guy who's always thrived on the field because he was able to put all of it into football because mm-hmm. his home life was so good? Correct. I don't know. I don't know. But, like, would it surprise me if he came out and dropped a 40-burger? Fuck no, it wouldn't. Like, it's Tom Brady. But yeah. but it does just – everything about him and that whole offense and, you know, to an extent that team right now just feels, like, unpredictable and weird. So now the stat that Dale just threw out is relevant to me, and that's Atlanta is 4-0 against the spread this year. They are the only team undefeated against the spread right now which means that they're overperforming compared to what the books in Vegas believe that they should be at. So, I don't know, man. A guy who loves beer. You're from Boston, right? You're a Boston guy. If I'm not mistaken, I think you're a Boston guy. The way you're talking Tom Brady, and I appreciate it because I love Tom Brady. Tom Brady's my my boy, but I think you're a Boston guy. Um, dude, my, my, my laptop sounds like a – like a jet engine right now. So if it explodes and I disconnect, we know that seriously, this thing is absolutely. The fan is just cooking. We'll see what happens. All right. Next game. Speaking of Boston, uh, Connecticut, big Pats fan. Perfect. So you're going to like this one. Uh, Lions at Pats, Pats minus three and a half over under 45 and a half. Give me the Lions. I'm a New England fan, but if if Matt can't go, Brian Hoyer has not cleared concussion protocol yet. I am not taking Bailey Zappi in his first career start to cover three and a half against the league's number one offense right now. Yeah, no, that's – I don't know. My, my only fear, and obviously defer to your judgment with Pats always, but just my only fear – is if the Lions can't stop the run. But even so here's my thing, even if they even if they can't stop the run, I still believe in their ability to pass on New England. New England's a bottom 5 secondary in the league right now. Yeah, no, I mean so, so like yeah, I I see what you mean. Even if even if New England runs the ball all day, that you, nowadays in today's NFL, you you don't run to score points. You throw to exactly. score Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So even if New England runs all day and then settles for field goals, the Lions' ability to score touchdowns against a very weak New England secondary right now, um, I just – yeah, dude, I, I just have to buy into the Lions getting three and a half points here at New England. What if what would happen if we threw them into that, like, into that five-point teaser and you get the Lions at plus eight and a half? Because even if the even if the Pats win, no, I don't want to throw too many legs into that teaser. All right, all right. <laughs> Two's good enough with me. All right. Two's good enough with me. All right. Um, so we'll just do a unit on the line. I'm really confident in that one. Do you agree with the Lions there? Like it's not just like a me making. No, yeah, because the, that. Like I, I feel like if the Pats win, it's only going to be like a field goal win. Like a ground and pound. To be honest with you, I don't see a way that they win if Bailey Zappi's at quarterback. I don't 
But if they do, it's probably like a field goal, right? If yeah. they pull it out. So I yes. do. The Lions plus three and a half is is great. Just to be clear, I think the wrong team's favored in that game. Yeah. When we were reading off the spreads and you read off to me, like when I looked at the spreads earlier in the week, I think it was just in my mind. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, the Lions are a three and a half point favorite. I like the Lions in that game. And then when you read it off to me and you're like, New England's a three and a half point favorite. I'm, no. You get yeah, your fucking yeah. eyes checked. No, they're not. Uh, I think it was just in my mind already that Detroit was going to be a favorite in that game, and I'm still just kind of in awe that uh, that they're not. So, all right, Lions plus three and a half here. Uh, Titans at Commanders. So okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm hearing you out. Let's go. What about a little dog money line parlay with the Lions and the Commanders? I like Washington to win this game. I will back your judgment. I will okay. just say betting on Carson once ever piss <laughs> out of me. Because I'm not denying Carson Wentz's talent, and I'm not denying his ability to come out any given Sunday and look like a top 10 QB. But when the fuck is he going to do that? And when is he going to, you know, have a a five-point fantasy week? Now, fantasy is not real football, but if your quarterback gets you five fantasy points, you're losing that damn game. <laughs> like, that's – so you never – you never know. With All him. right. All right, so here we go. Um, so we're still going to take the Lions plus the three and a half. We're still taking the Jets plus three. Okay. I like a three-dog parlay of Jets money line, Lions money line, Washington money line. Okay, as an extra play. It's 12 to one. I say a half unit on a 12 to one play. Okay. So a little, little dog money line. All right. Um, next game, Chargers at Browns. This Browns plus two and a half over under 47 and a half here. And, I mean, we're, were we just throwing our bias in here? I mean, is this just, is this seem like I get that they let the Texans kind of come back into that game, but it's because they went into cruise control. Yeah. I know the Chargers can't stop the run. That's my biggest fear. Yes. But can the Browns stop Justin Herbert and Mike Williams? And if Keenan Allen can finally get back on the fucking football field? Uh, I don't remember know. when he was going to play Thursday night after getting hurt Sunday? Remember when he said he might go? Yeah, <laughs> and he didn't. Yeah. This, this is this this one seems fishy to me. Um, I almost want to stay away from this one. And I do. Because props. Let me tell you what seems fishy to me there are things that I swear to you cannot be explained by stats or logic or analytics. And the chargers are a team that does charger shit. And the Browns also do Brown shit. Mm -hmm. And I don't like having to bet on them against each other. I, I don't like that at all. I agree. I agree. Yeah. You could name 10 different possible outcomes from this game you know, Chubb running wild, this and I'd be like, yeah, I could see it. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, that makes uh, – dude, I don't know. I mean, I the Chargers are the better team, but what the hell are they going to do? Man, they're going to do Chargers shit. Now, what does that mean? Again, I don't know. Yeah. 
who's who's going to make the worst decision, like you know, the shittier decision? Yeah, I mean, Brandon Staley's going to do something dumb at some point. Oh yeah, yeah, he's well, real good at that. Game and how much? That, you know, who knows? Yeah, he's real good at that. All right, 49ers at the Panthers. The Panthers getting six and a half here, over under thirty eight and a half. I'm going to go back to our thought process on the Giants Bears game. I'm not going to say, oh man, this is such a low total. The under is the play here, and I'm going to stick by that. Okay. Yes, I agree because I will not be shocked if the 49ers win this game 24 to three. No, they're going to, I mean, they're going to beat the brakes off of Baker. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know, listen, I know the under, the, the line's super low here, but I just really, really like the under in this game. Uh, 49ers defense is the truth. I mean, yeah, that is, they are the really truth bad. and the offense is nothing to write home about. Mm-mm. And they, they grind their way to what they need to on offense with that D. I'm super excited to watch J.C. Horn against Debo Samuel. I think that's going to be a really fun matchup to watch because mm-hmm. J.C. Horn's a pretty damn good corner. That kid is pretty, pretty good. So no, the under and Darnold, the worst quarterback in the history of the NFL, is not starting. No, fuck Sam Darnold. But that'd be great if he was. No, that'd be bad if he was because we're looking at like three Niners pick sixes and that hits the over. So I do like um, – very rarely do I say this, but I do like this play here from Dale. Uh, Chubb and Eckler, anytime touchdown parlay. Um, yeah. I, no, that, that, I think that's a good call. Um, I, I'll i look at – so Fandle offers these first and second touchdown scorer plays. Um, I'll look at like, you know, Eckler first touchdown, Chubb second touchdown. I always like when you can get the two starting running backs to be the first and second touchdown scorer. And it's normally at like 40 or 45 to one. Um, that's something that I'll be looking at there. But yeah, Chubb and Eckler, definitely Eckler revital, you know, just revived his season last week and looked actually pretty good. Yes. They got him involved in the pass game. That's why. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that unlocks him and yes. the team. All right. Under 38 and a half, 49ers game. So that's a unit and a half there. Um, Eagles at Cardinals, Cardinals getting five and a half points at home over under 48.5. This seems to, I know, I know. I mean, the chart or the chargers, the Cardinals have three questionable linemen right now too. And they are not, boy, they look bad. They can't run the ball. Don't go. You know, that line shoots up. Yeah. I'd say lock in. Eagles minus, minus five and a half. Okay. And I don't like the over because this could be, this could be thirty, you know, honestly thirty-one, thirteen Eagles. Like that's, it's a bold statement. The, the Cardinals don't look good, dude. I know they don't. They don't look good at all. And I know they won last week, but that was against the dog shit Panthers. So yeah, can't say I'm surprised there. Um, all right, so Eagles minus five and a half. Uh, we'll do a unit and a half on that as well. Yep. Player prop game here for me. Cowboys at the oh, Rams. Yeah, Rams prop. minus five and a half over four. Yeah, I, nothing about this game do I like. Um, probably just look at CD Lamb over on yards. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, dude, I, there's nothing about this game. Can, can I whisper it quietly that the Cowboys are going to win this game? <laughs> but I'm not putting any weight betting wise behind that. No. I mean, yeah, Cooper Rush undefeated. Woo! 
And the Rams' line sucks, and Micah Parsons and can kind of, you know, and uh, the Marcus Lawrence can kind of get after the quarterback. Yeah. They can. Yes, they can. But player prop, yes. All right. Sunday night, baby. Banger. Bengals at Ravens. Ravens minus three, over under 48 and a half. Give me the white Tiggers. Dude, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. The, I like the Bengals plus three. I like the over as well. Um, but I yeah. do like I do like the Bengals to cover three points here. I do too. That might be a that might be a two play kind of game. That not might be. That, that is a two play kind of game. In separate plays, we're not going to parlay them together. But I do like the Bengals plus three and a half by the hook. By okay. The hook, by the hook. By the hook. Yep. Yep. And then the over forty eight and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So let me address Dale here. Kyler does suck. The gimmick is up. He doesn't suck, but he's not anything crazy to write home about. Take Cooper Rush over Baker, sure. Teddy, sure. Gino, get that slander out of here. Gino has looked good. He just say take Cooper Rush over Gino. Yeah, he said over Mayfield, Teddy, and Gino. I can't get behind the Gino thing based off how Gino has looked this year. No. The other two, the other two, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We got to give, we got to give Teddy Bridgewater a full game though. Okay. He's only played a half. But if his stats look good because he hits five yard crossers, they take to the house. He doesn't get full credit for that. All right. Partial credit. Yeah. All right. Okay. Monday night game here. Raiders at the Chiefs. The Chiefs are giving seven and a half to the Raiders. The over-unders at 51 and a half. Josh McDaniels is a dumpster fire. Yeah. But, but, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to talk yeah, myself you, into you taking the Raiders. They always, the they always play them close without Josh McDaniels. Now I know. Got- it's a different year. You're right. It's a different, yeah. No, I don't I don't like any of this game. It's another player prop kind of game for me. I don't like this game. Uh. Let me look real quick just to see. It doesn't have to be uh, anything. We make a play. I'm just looking at one thing here, real quickly. I want to look at whatever the Chiefs uh, Chiefs team total is and see. How you... Let me guess here. So 44. You must. Hey, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Yeah. So it's got to be what? 30. It's probably like 30, 33. 30.5. 30. Ooh, that's not bad. No. But if I saw like a 27, 26 and a half, I was going to say, let's hammer that, Chiefs. But 30 and a half is a lot. Yeah, but I just. Mm. But how do you stop them? How mm. do you fucking stop Patty? How do you, you stop Patty? Listen, his playground touchdown throw was absolutely ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. He has me out to the right, and he broke that tackle, and then it was just a – Yeah. Oh. I'm going to catch up on my stake soon because, really, he, he's probably not going to lead me astray, is he? That's it. This, that's, this is the last episode. I mean, but – I can't. So. I will not associate with a human who wants to put Hunt's ketchup on their stake. I don't want to. But he has me wanting to. It's not something that would naturally pop into my head. He stole that from Tebow. 
Tim Tebow is a god amongst men. You leave him out of this. <laughs> All right. Okay, I can get behind the Chiefs team total over. Okay, you want to just do a unit because yeah. it is really high. Yeah, because I'm sure we're going to have player props on that as well. So, Oh, you're sure we're going to have player props on the Monday night game? What <laughs> made you think that? I'm sure it's probably going to be Travis Kelsey to catch 400 passes. 400. All right. A lot of plays here. I'm going to run through them real quick. Packers minus seven. That's a one-and-a-half unit play. That's at the London game against the Giants. Bills minus 12-and-a-half at a minus 130. That's a four-unit play. That's against the Steelers in Buffalo. Two-team, five-point teaser. We have Seattle plus 10-and-a-half as well as the over – or I'm sorry, the under – the under 49 in the Vikings game. That's a two-unit play. Um, Jags over 26.5 team total points. That's one unit. The Jets plus three. That's one and a half units. The dog money line parlay. Uh, I'm going to have to come up with a creative name for it. So it's the Jets money line, the Commanders money line, and the Lions money line. Uh, that is a .5 unit play. At plus twelve hundred, so that's point five to win six. Um, the under thirty eight and a half in the 49ers game, one and a half units. Eagles minus five and a half, one and a half units. Bengals plus three and a half, as well as the over forty eight and a half. That's one and a half on each of those. And then the Chiefs over thirty point five. That's a one unit play. So that comes out to five and a half, seven and a half, eight and a half. Oh, buddy. 10. fucking units. I know 10.5, 13.5, 16.5, 17.5 on the line. We're up. That's how convenient. We're up 17 and a half units. There you go. Isn't that, isn't that weird? It's weird. It is weird. It's weird. Unplanned, but sometimes greatness is unplanned. That's right. Oh, man. That's like eating five day old leftovers, that parlay. Yucky, but it'll work. <laughs> I actually agree with that. It feels gross saying, but like oh. individually, all those games I can get behind. So, no, the boat is shout out to my man Blake Bortles. Congrats on your retirement, Blake. Congrats on your retirement. From all accounts, and I've been, you know, on my Jags fan pages, people reminiscing about like meeting him out in town and stuff. As down to earth and just cool dude as he seems, I guess he really like he would meet fans and just play catch with their kids in the parking lot and stuff. Like, I guess he really is that guy. So, um, guy I was stationed with, shout out Brian Roth, um, went to high school with Blake Bortles, uh, down, down there in Avita, Florida. Um, and he, like, he said that, you know, normally when you've got a high, you know, a high recruit, as uh, you know, going to college and probably, you know, he knew he was going to have a look at the pros. There's an arrogance factor, but he said that. Blake Bortles was such a nice kid in high school and just a genuinely good person. So congrats on your career. Congrats on your retirement. You're fun. Dude. One of the funniest things I've ever heard is that he bought a Tesla just so he would stop going to the gas station. So he'd stop buying chew. So he thought buying a Tesla would help him stop dipping. Yeah. When, what did he, what did he say in the interview? If you weren't a football player, what would you be doing? Probably work construction, ripping six. Yeah. Working construction, dropping six. And shout out to my man that won more playoff games in Pittsburgh than Kenny Pickett will his entire career. Yeah. One more playoff games in Pittsburgh than the Steelers have in the last 10 years. Yep. And I was there for it. So 
So can't take that away. He he gave me my best ever in person Jacksonville memory. Like I, you know, so I always have a special little fan place in my heart. Just a dude, a normal dude, was good enough to make some millions in the pros. Good for him. Yeah. Um, bef- long live Trey after these Raiders take another L. Absolutely. Um, thoughts and prayers go out to Trey Van Buskirk. Being a Raiders fan can't be easy. It's It's got to be difficult right now. All that hope and promise. And then you realize, shit, I've got Josh McDaniels and he sucks. Mm-hmm. And so. shit, I'm in that division. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, Dale. And I wouldn't even wear gloves. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? Dude, I'm a coal miner. Of course I would jerk him off. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's that's enough of this. We're right at an hour. Um, so 17 and a half units on the line. We have college, <laughs> college plays coming up this weekend. Absolutely smashing college right now. That's where the money's at. Um this, I'm, this fucking laptop's going to take off like it's going like the Apollo 13 right now. It's just going to so loud. Um, right now, so our college units, bet history. Uh, in college right now, we are 20 and 7. Hoo-wee. NFL, we're 30, 30, 30, and 2 sitting at plus 1.7 units. So still getting it figured out. So. Uh, but we do have a college play going on right now, and that is the former national champions, the former Blake Bortles, the UCF Knights are sitting at minus three right now. They're winning the game 17 to 13. So we have two units on that play. Um, but that's all I've got. Any parting shots? No, I'm just ready for more football, ready for you know, shout out to my wife, five year anniversary tomorrow. And then it's Saturday, so and then it's football Sunday, so for a good couple days. Congratulations on all your success. Well, thank you. Thank yeah, you. that's big news, man. Five's a big number. That's good yeah. stuff. Congratulations. Well, thank you. I don't know how you deal with her. Well, no, I'm just kidding. I mean, I if we're her. being honest, we could say the same for her dealing with me. So she's a sweet woman. Um, all right. So yeah, guys, we'll talk to you on social media. Appreciate those of you that joined in on the YouTube stream. Um, make it a weekly occurrence, man. We like having you guys here. Uh, so that's all I've got. We will talk to you on social media and <laughs> oh, that's good. Fuck. Dale said five years longest make a wish ever. Well, hopefully it goes for quite a while longer. So ouch. Ouch. All right. <laughs> um, before this laptop blows up, we will see you guys, uh, on social media and we'll talk to you next week. Uh, As always, good fortune and let's make some money.